0: The Collindale Gazette is the new podcast from Brian and Roger's Dan Skinner. If you've got a story for the Collindale Gazette, leave a message and if we like what we hear, we'll get back to you.
1: I wonder if any of your readers would be interested in this. It's quite personal. Um, I've never told anyone this, but I've never had much luck in life.
0: So search for The Collindale Gazette wherever you get your podcasts. You won't regret, you might regret it.
1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cheese and Pickle. Brian and Roger by Dan Skinner and Harry Peacock.
0: Morning Roger, it's Brian, um, I was just wondering how your dog died, um, and if you were involved in that endgame, um, yeah get back to me, alright mate, cheers, bye.
1: Hello Brian, Uh, it's Roger here, um, Yes, interesting question. I've only ever had two dogs in my life. Um, Sienna, who died n- not long ago in, a, in an unfortunate way, but you know, not, 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 my, not my fault. Um, and, um, and Misty, in the, in the late 80s, that um, I had nothing to do with. Well, she just died of old age, you know. And in fact, I was doing my uh, GCSEs at the time, and um, I wonder if the trauma. Of her death actually affected my results because um they weren't very good um anyway i came home one day and my and my mum told me that um, she'd passed it was very sad um, how are you doing mate i'm i'm uh, having a tough old time at the moment um and as she's in a, such a bad mood she's just discovered that philip schofield is gay and it's sent her into this very strange silent stroppy mood i mean I tried to speak to her the other day and she just ignored me um i don't know how she didn't know he was gay I mean, it was quite a big story at the time I mean, I don't, i don't know why she's quite so upset about it either. it's not as if she had a chance going out with him or anything i, I don't quite know what what the issue is anyway okay mate Speak soon, bye-bye. Hi, Roger.
0: <clears throat> well, it it was a big shock, wasn't it? I mean, I had a day or two coming to terms with it. He doesn't seem gay at all to me, but there you go. Um, So you broke it to her. How did she not find out when the story initially broke? Because it was a really big story, wasn't it? Anyway, I'm sorry to hear she's getting um violent. Did you say violent? Linda used to get um, violent. She used to go for me when I was at my most vulnerable, just, you know, just out of the shower or when I was asleep. I remember waking up one morning and wondering why there was an extension lead in the bedroom. And, And then feeling her under the duvet and she had a, she was trying to put my balls in a Vitamix. Fucking terrifying. Uh, Anyway, anyway, um, so just to clarify mate, you have no experience in putting animals down. Okay, cheers, speak soon, bye.
1: Hello, Brian, Um, Roger here. Uh, No, no, I I didn't. Tell Anne about Philip Schofield. She um, she read it in an interview with him in a, in a supplement that came with the Daily Mail, um, and it, it's affected her quite badly, as I say, and and now she's shut down completely. Um, she's not saying anything I'm, I'm actually quite worried and it's you know it's tricky at the moment knowing who to contact in a situation like this because I'm obviously reluctant to phone the GP um, do you know what I mean just, just sort of in the current climate so uh, I'm not uh and also, I'm not sure I, I, I'd know how to explain what's happened to her either. It's not, you know, she's shut down because Philip Schofield's gay. I don't, I don't know how seriously they take me. I uh, know, mate, I've got, I've got absolutely no experience in putting animals down. Um, I accidentally killed a duck. Once I threw some pebbles at a group of ducks and they scattered and when they re- regrouped I, I then threw a larger stone and it must have hit one of them on the head um, because later as I was crossing a bridge I saw this duck float past staring up at me um bleeding and uh, I put two and two together. I was about 12 years old at the time and, and I've never really forgotten that and I've never told anybody that either so um There you go. But I've never put an animal down in a controlled environment, um, so to speak. Um, Can can I ask why um, you ask? And thanks for sharing your stories about Linda, mate. Um, I know that um, that must have been quite difficult for you to talk about. OK, mate. Hope you're well. Speak soon.
0: Hello, Roger. It's Brian. Um, no, it's it's a sad sad story. Actually, it's it's a mate of mine. He's a manager at the dog track, and um, he contacted me asking me if he knows any vets. Um, as the resident vet at the dog track has passed away, he fell off a wall and had a heart attack. But he was approaching eighty, and he'd he'd had a a, a really interesting life. So uh, anyway he was about to terminate some dogs uh, some older dogs who have passed their cell by date and you know have underlying health conditions and stuff but the um you know the best thing or well, the only option is is to put them put them all down um now i know you're a bit short of money at the moment and uh you're sharing food parcels with ann etc so I, I i know you're um a bit of stuck. i know you mentioned it's jamie's birthday coming up so i i, I thought of you um it's 300 pounds cash uh yeah and and they're in a lot of pain i'd imagine okay mate look forward to hearing from you cheers bye hi roger <coughs> it's brian look i i can um tell by you not getting back to me that you're a little bit reluctant about the situation, but i've um I've made a call and uh, I've got your money up to three two five so um I'm just hoping that that's going to nudge you uh, to the right call um, look in normal circumstances obviously another vet would be involved but um you know these aren't normal circumstances, and that they're all wrapped up in COVID-19 stuff. You know it really has had an impact across the whole of society. So, uh, so yeah. So look, I, I hope that uh, hope that helps. Speak soon. Bye.
1: Hello, Brian. Um, Roger again. Um, look, um, mate. Uh, two things. Uh, firstly, thank you very much. For thinking of me um, for this um, task, it's very kind of you. And and three hundred quid at the moment is invaluable. I mean, it's it's invaluable at any time, and I, but but particularly now because I mean, it's not Jamie's birthday. It's um, Anne's coming up, and given how we're in the situation we find ourselves in over um, Philip Schofield, it it'd be perhaps you know a good idea if if maybe I got her something just to smooth the waters. But having said that, um, I I really don't know about putting down a pack of race dogs. I mean, I'm sure it's the humane thing to do, but I simply wouldn't know where to start with that, mate. I just, that's, um, I I don't know. Um, I'll have to think about this one. Okay, mate, sorry, I can't be more helpful at the moment. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, hi Roger,
0: it's Brian. Um, you really are driving a, a hard bargain here. Um, first of all, it's um, it's it's not a herd of dogs. It's uh, it's just three dogs. Um, I might tell you their names, but I don't want to sort of humanise it. Um, but yeah, look, I've put in another call, and I've got him up to three three five. Um, But that's the last offer, mate. Um, I do have to know within the hour. All right, mate. Um, Speak soon. Bye.
1: Hello, Brian. It's Roger here. Um, I tried to speak to Anne again, and she just ignored me. And when I persisted, she just turned around and said to me, do you mind? I'm trying to watch Frasier so clearly we're not out of the woods um with regards to Schofield just yet and my worry is that she just turns on me and wants me gone and if that happens and I am in just yeah I mean I'm just I don't know what what I do so look I, I do need um the money um because I will I'll, I'll I'll get her something and try and make her feel better um so yes I, I'll I, I, I'm, I'm happy to help and and also, it's you know, I'll do it because it's the right thing to do. It's humane and, you know, there's poor animals. Um, so I'm guessing it's some sort of injection, but um, I don't know. A few, a few more details wouldn't go amiss, you know, like where to collect the dogs. How will I get paid without sounding too crass? Um, anyway, thanks for the opportunity, mate. I mean, I really appreciate it because it's it's important that we look after each other. At the moment in these difficult times. So I do appreciate this. Okay, mate. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.
0: Hi, Roger. It's, it's Brian. Um, that's really good news. Um, look, please don't feel coy about asking about money. Um, it's business. And uh, business is business. Even in these uncertain times. Um, I will personally deal with it. Um, so if you pass on your bank details, I'll, I will can sort that. No worries. No worries at all. Um, uh, so for social distancing reasons, uh, no one will be there. He'll leave the door open to the kennel in an adjacent corridor to the kennel. There should be, like, uh, the harnesses and the electric bolt gun will be hanging up next to it. Um, yeah, and then you can get Anna present, which I'm sure will nullify the... Schofield situation. Um, So yeah, just get in contact with me when it's done. All right, cheers. Uh, Stay safe.
1: Hello, Brian. It's Roger. It's done. And it was perhaps the hardest thing I've ever had to do, but in a strange way, I feel proud because you know I know somebody had to take the welfare of these dogs into their own hands and do what was right and I did. I went into the kennel and the dogs were there chained to the wall. I found the harnesses and as soon as they saw the harnesses they sort of looked at me with a childish eagerness and happy and willing for me to put the harness on them and I felt uh, guilty and sad but I plowed on knowing that it would be crueler for me to do nothing. Anyway, I did it and now it's done. And I just wanted to thank you again for giving me the opportunity um, to do that. Every man should at some stage face something like that. Um, Now, may I ask just a small favor, mate? Um, would you mind ringing Anne and pretending to be Philip Schofield? Obviously, I'm going to get her a little something with with the money, but a, a call from Schofield in any way, shape or form would go a long way, I think, to sorting this this thing out. Because, um, you know, as I say, if she decides she doesn't want me in that flat anymore, I am absolutely done for. Okay, mate. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Um...
0: Hi, hi roger it's brian uh i've just got off the um the phone to the people at the dog track um you um you put down the wrong dogs the actual dogs you put down were thoroughbreds and um there's a uh, a very angry gambling syndicate who are, uh, very cross, um, they, they don't know my address, and so I'm just not going to, um, appear there anytime soon, um, I had to give them something, so I, have given the man's address, um, so, yeah, um, I obviously can't give you any money, mate, because you you, you killed the wrong dogs. Um, but I can um, leave a message pretending to be Philip Schofield. Um, so, so I'll I'll do that now. Uh, I'll just leave. I'll just phone um, your landline. So uh, don't pick up. Okay. Bye. Hello, your call cannot be taken at the moment, so please leave your message after the tone. Hi, Anne. um, It's Philip Schofield here. Um, I I just wanted to get in contact with you, um, as I've heard that you're quite um, disconcerted by the fact that I uh, recently came out as, as homosexual. Um... Uh, I just want to um, uh, reinforce that I am still absolutely uh, intending on presenting this morning and dancing on ice and um, I very much hope that I um, will meet you one day as I still like uh, a bit of a flirt with the older ladies. Okay, thanks Anne.
1: Written by and starring Dan Skinner and Harry Peacock. Produced by Joel Morris.